Hey guys, this is Diana Ballard and welcome to the Mom Training Podcast where we discuss the skills and strategies to create possibilities in motherhood and make it more fun, efficient, organized, and peaceful. You can find more information or connect with me online at dianaballard.com or at dianaballardlive on social media. What's up ladies? So glad that you're here today. Let's talk about connection and the healthy connective relationship with our spouse that we all crave and want, right? The harmonious, the lovey-dovey, the working together, the supportive, you know, that's all good for our emotional and mental health as well as it makes life easier, right? So I hope that today's episode can spark some ideas of how you can increase your love and connection in your own relationship. We're talking about this today for two reasons. I just recently had my five-year anniversary. Woohoo! <laughs> we made it five years. Now we were friends for five years before that, so it kind of feels like ten years. <laughs> but you know, five years of us working together, you know, as husband and wife, and it's been great. <laughs> it's been awesome. So like, I've been reflecting on my relationship, the fun things that we've done, the challenges that we've been through, what has brought us closer, and how I feel our relationship is going after the five years of being married. You know, like we've traveled all over the place. We've done like, you know, over 10 countries in this five years that we've been married. You know, we are on to our third kid. We've moved like a bunch of times. We're in grad school. Like there's just been so many things that have happened. I'm sure with your marriage, you could be like, I know I could go through a list of like, dang, look what we accomplished in this amount of time. Right. So if you've only been married a couple of years, keep going. It's so awesome. It's worth it. <laughs> it's totally, you know, and I'm only five years in. I'm excited for what it's like in like 10, 15, 20. Right. So, and the second reason we're talking about this is because I recently had the opportunity to interview a mom who is looking for better ways to connect with her husband on a daily and weekly basis. So we'll touch on both of these things as we dive into the podcast today. So first, I want to say that we as women need connection way more than men. <laughs> like, first, if you think about it, it's a great gift. So like, in my case, my husband is a rock for me. He's down to earth and helps me chill out and my emotions are all going crazy and twirling me all over the place. And ah, he's like, dude, just do this. It's like, oh, well. You're right. <laughs> right? Like I need him. <laughs> like it's I need his I need him to be a rock. I can't have him be an emotional person like I am. Like I need I I need you to hold me down. <laughs> like, like keep me steady. Like that's that's what I need, right? But in order for that grounding and the steadiness to actually work, we need to be connecting on a normal basis. Like I need to feel connected to him and that I have some support as I am complex with my needs, struggles or whatever. In the last five years, we found that it's in the little moments as well as the planned quality time moments that add up to me feeling content and connected. I can think of maybe twice my husband's come to me and been like, I feel like we need to connect more, right? <laughs> and, and, and me, it's like, you know, a couple times a week, I'm like, so um, what are you doing? Like, I, I just, I need to feel you connected to me. Like, do you, are you still there? Like, what, how are we doing? You know? And he's like, we're good. Like, I'm, I'm totally fine on my side. You know, it's like, okay, well, you know, and, um, you know, interviewing this other mom, like she, you know, feels the same. It's her husband is very steady and, you know, he's like, I, I feel like we're fine, you know, but let's spend some more time together, you know? <laughs> so we're going to talk about a couple things that, can help 
with connection. So this is just tapping into just a handful of things. There's so many different things that we can do. Uh, there's going to be so many different things that work specifically for your relationship. If you're in a relationship at all right now, whatever, just let's go in. Let's, you know, talk about some things and, and see what happens here. The first thing we want to tap on is how much connection comes with us just being able to talk. Like the majority of us just need to talk and talk frequently. This is why we have girlfriends or our mom to call like every day. <laughs> we need to talk things out and to feel connected with our spouse whom we are creating a life with, we're struggling with, living with. We need to be able to chat about our thoughts and our feelings as well. So it could be some little thing that we're proud of, like trying a new recipe, having success with our toddler to take a nap, resolving something with a friend, something that happened at the grocery store, or it could be a story like a kid flinging poop across the room, you know, you never know. <laughs> I mean, these aren't life-changing spectacular events, but they mean something to us and we want to tell somebody, and specifically our husbands, <laughs> who we haven't maybe talked to all day because he's been at work, right? And we're like, you got to hear this story, you know? So my husband just shared something with me recently that I thought was pretty brilliant on his side, and I actually agree with it. So each day, he tries to make sure to check in with me. So I'm like a big talker. Like, I mean, I have a podcast, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I talk, you know, I'm a talker. So he realizes that I got to let Diana talk for a little bit, or if I don't let, you know, if I don't give Diana an opportunity to like share whatever she wants to share for, you know, however amount of time, then it like adds up. And then like a week later, it's just like, I just can't stop talking and there's nothing else that he can do now. It's like, I have to talk to you and I'm going to tell you every little thing. <laughs> and it's either right before we're going to bed or right before you're about to work on something. And it's just, I just have to share this with you. Right. So, and he just has to sit there for like an hour. And I talk to him about what I'm thinking, learning, concerned about, excited about, working on, whatever. So I'll, I'll notice, like, he'll be like, so how was your day? And I'll tell him something. Well, tell me more about your day. Well, tell me more <laughs> about what you're thinking and what you're doing. Because it really is important to, like, to check in every once in a while. And, you know, that may not be, like, every day, but it's pretty consistent, you know. And, yeah, we do have times where we talk longer and stuff like that. But I don't feel like I'm not connecting. But having like a little bit of daily check-in makes me continue to feel connected. So then it doesn't get to like, I'm not feeling connected. Oh, I need you to talk with me. And I actually had the roles flipped on me recently, which was really interesting. He has a huge project that he's finishing, plans for his next career and everything that he's building for the future. And I sat there for like over an hour, maybe hour and a half and just encouraged him to keep telling me more, asking questions to get him to chat. And I loved it because he doesn't normally open up about like what he's really focused on and like really involved in and working on. Like he can share some things, but like he was passionate about what he was talking about. But it was a lot of work for me to not talk about myself, but to draw out the ideas, the passions and the feelings out of him because that's what he needed in the moment. And I can see how it'd be challenging for him when we have our long conversations of me sharing my guts out, right, and my passions or whatever, because most of the time I'm just telling him stuff that I don't want him to fix. And I just want him to listen, tell me that I'm doing a good job, or like encourage me like, that's awesome, Diana. That is so, 
that's rad. Like, you should totally keep doing that, right? Or, like, sympathizing with me if, like, something sucked and it was, like, this was really hard. He's, like, I just, I'm so sorry. That must be so frustrating. It's, like, that's all I need you to say. (laughs) And we could have the excuse of, well, he just needs to be okay with me wanting to talk for a minute. It's not that hard, right? It is kind of hard, I'm going to be honest, (laughs) to sit there and just listen for an hour. Like, I just had it happen to me. I'm, like, oh, I understand. Wow. But we have the ability to control our own actions, reactions, and the ways we're proactive in getting what we need. So let's focus on what we can do while we work on teaching him what we need and being patient as he learns. So how can we be a little more proactive with our need for connection and to talk, like to be able to share and connect with them? So whether you need to check in or chat each day, every other day, twice a week, whatever. What ways can we create an opportunity to chat and spend quality time connecting with our spouse? First can be to strategically create little moments for connecting or talking. Ways that might take a little pressure off the hubs while we share our thoughts and daily activities. It could be asking him to help with the dishes and working alongside him, doing a project around the house together, going for a drive somewhere to run some errands or even maybe a little day trip on the weekend, going for a walk as a family. I mean, it can be really simple, but adjusting our mindset to be able to utilize these moments for connection, even little bits of it can make a big difference. Then there can be quality time that's planned in on a weekly basis. So I'll give you a couple things that I feel are really important to plan in each week. One thing I would encourage you to try is a family weekly planning session. Pick a day in the week where you can be consistent even around the same time of day. Like for us, a Sunday afternoon sometime. My husband appreciates knowing what's going on, but I like need the weekly planning session for connection. So knowing that we're on the same page, we know what each other's needs are, who's watching the kids when and how our goals align, how I can help him, how he can help me. This could also be when we discuss finances, upcoming events, concerns that are big decisions or whatever, important things that need to be talked about. And sometimes it can be easy to just do our part in each of these situations, but not really work on it together. But true teamwork and connection will come from working on and discussing these things together. So setting aside this time each week will again give you a specific time to discuss what you are feeling or need help deciding and a way to feel heard and supported as you both work on your schedules together and all the little details. Another planned weekly time is going on a date together each week. Now I'll be honest, sometimes this feels like a chore. And it's not because I don't like going on dates every weekend, right? But finding a babysitter each week is the biggest challenge. But I do it, why? Because the most successful connective marriages that I found and studied all go on a date once a week, and that's usually their main recommendation, that it's so important to step out and take time for just us, especially when we have kids of all ages. Like you have to have time for yourself. So during our weekly planning session, let's discuss date night and what we want to do. It's about having a specific night set aside each week that's protected just for the two of you. Some nights it may be going out, other nights it may be staying in and doing something fun, but protect that specific evening each week for just the two of you. And by doing so, the connection will be consistent and prevent distance, which can be created and the other problems that can come with that. Another weekly planned thing can be intimacy. Now, I know that some of us like the adventure of spontaneity and feeling in the mood. (laughs) So the thought of planning in such events could sound outrageous. Come on, Diana. But hear me out for a minute, okay? I'm not saying you have to say every Tuesday at 8 o'clock it's on, 
right? <laughs> but it is important to be thinking about it. You know, so if I, as I look down at my own schedule, you know, like I'm not like, hey, Tuesday night and, and Friday night and, you know, <laughs> but I'm looking at my own schedule being like, hmm, what would be the best night for me, right? <laughs> what would be the day that I'm like, you know, I probably won't be as tired this day or, uh, you know, I don't have to wake up as early the next morning and neither does he. Uh, so, you know, that's probably going to be the night I'm going to be like, what you doing? You know, <laughs> or start the flirting like early in the day, you know, of like, hey, it's morning time and just thinking about, you know, later, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not saying you have to sit down with your spouse and be like, you know, this is exactly when we're going to, you know, spice things up a little bit. But be aware of how often and how it affects your relationship, how much it connects you, and how often will depend on the needs of each spouse and couple. And, but I don't know about you, but I don't always feel in the mood if I'm tired or have had a long day. And so I'm grateful for the planned in connection time that we have with intimacy. And it helps process stress, connects us, adds a little bit more fun into the relationship. Like, I feel like it's a really important thing. And it's something that I've learned from studying other successful relationships as well is an intimacy is a great way for us as couples to connect and is a beautiful thing. So, and I will say this, that if you've never planned things in like this before, like, you know, the weekly planning, you know, the the weekend date every single week, you know, planning in some intimacy to make sure that that's happening a little bit more often, like, be patient with yourself and your spouse. <laughs> it might take a lot of conversations to try things, you initiating things in the beginning or for a while, but keep trying. And when your spouse does do something like you notice like he's asking you more about your day or trying to give you more time to connect, you know, initiating intimacy a little bit more, you know, suggesting weekly planning or whatever. Acknowledge and thank him for doing so. Thank him, praise him, tell him that you really liked what he did. You know, thank you for taking the time to chat with me when you got home. It really made me feel special and connective. And honestly, like that has probably been one of the biggest things that's created change in, in our relationship in the last five years is I will share something with him. And then as he works on it and I notice, like I say something, right? Like, thank you so much. And sometimes it gets repetitive. Like, it's like, oh, I wish I could just enjoy this moment right now instead of having to tell him thank you for it. <laughs> you know, like when he says something sweet or, you know, does something, brings me flowers or something like instead of me just saying thank you, like I go more into detail of that really made me feel beautiful. That made me feel special. You are just such a great husband. Like I just I'm so grateful to have you, uh, you know, and it's like reinforcing him wanting to do more. <laughs> like he's like, oh, that felt that was good. Like I'm that was a good thing. I'm going to do that again. You know, like, you know, or sharing, you know, I really like when you do this, like just so you know, like it really makes me happy and connected with you, you know. So you have to tell him you have to tell like at least for my husband, I have to tell him. <laughs> like, if not, like, he's just like, huh, here's some flowers. I, I mean, I, I've heard that this is what women want, you know. I've, I've heard that women like a foot rub or, you know, like to be given chocolate. But do you actually like this? You have to give him feedback, right? 
And as humans, we all need positive feedback and thrive off of it. And our husbands are one of these humans. And it makes a huge difference if they feel they're doing something that makes us happy. Because men don't always know what their wives need. And we need to teach them and be patient in the process. We don't change overnight. We can't expect them to either. And in a lot of cases, like, you know, being in a relationship, like a serious relationship, like for long periods of time is new for both of us. So we both need to learn like what each other's needs are, how we can connect with each other. And it goes back to the very first thing that we talked about, which is talking. (laughs) Talk, 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 connect, connect, connect. You know, in some relationships are more open some men will talk a lot more whatever but it's figuring out what you can do in your relationship to open the communication to figure out how can we connect what do we need to plan in and you know try and planning those things in you know the weekly planning the date night the intimacy and just give it a try give it a try for a couple weeks a month whatever if it's you know going well like keep going at it and see what's working for you you know and and in those times that we have to remind him about our needs, be patient with that. And then continue to repeat with communication, reinforcing the positive action and effort, and doing it with a smile on our face. I will add that, with a smile on our face. Happy, happy wife, right? And then rinse and repeat. So connecting with our spouse is important on so many levels, and it can be easy to slip into the habit of not connecting. And that's when we stop building relationship and start just living with someone. Yet everything in our life is combined, and it can start to cause tension and distance if we're not working together. So let's keep making a daily and weekly effort to make moments to connect with our spouses and figure out ways to bring us together, working with the circumstances that we have now, building for a better future piece by piece, and we will be happier as the effort continues. Thank you for joining today. May your relationship thrive and be so much fun as you connect better with your sexy man and have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next week on the Mom Training Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the Mom Training Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I would so appreciate a rating and review from you on any platform you listen to this on. If you have any questions or podcast ideas, you can message me on my social media at Diana Ballard Live or shoot me an email on my website. See you next week.